Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the All Together Now podcast. Today's episode focuses on the role that the news, social media, and just really all forms of media have in racism. Um, So yeah, I hope you all enjoy it and let's get started. I'm Lucas. I'm Doreen Altari. Okay. So, does anyone have anything they want to say, like, off the bat about the news and social media and their, like, roles in, in, like, racism? Well, there's, like, kind of a rhetoric that was invented to scare people it was more of like a scare tactic saying all these things like oh they're rapists oh they're bad people they're some people even use the word thugs to describe people that are obviously not that it's more of like a scare rhetoric more of like a scare method to try to scare people into thinking a certain way basically then people start to act on it and they treat everyone that like um has the same skin color a certain way and they like like the police brutality and everything it like it makes people have this idea in their mind about um like black people you know same with like how they picture the protesting in the media they picture it as like oh, all, there's all these riots happening when really 93% of protests were peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was about 7,750 protests held from May 26th to August 22nd in the U.S. And out of those, only 220 reported some form of any violence, which could be very minimal. So that kind of proves that by saying, like, they're violent, that, that it's just it, that's wrong like yeah. there's data to back it up that it's wrong and on like television news they like only show like videos and pictures of like violence at protests and never like peace so they were helping spread the like notion that it was all- and i actually have some good things about like some like false information that was spread about the black lives matter movement so there was in may there was a rumor going around in because of Twitter that said protesters set fire to a Walmart in Minneapolis, which they did not set fire to a Walmart. Um, there was also another person that posted that two officers were killed by protesters when the from May 27th to 28th, but the cops that had gotten killed, they didn't have anything to do with the protest. And protesters in Washington, D.C. were accused of storming a house when in reality, the man of the house had let them in to stay there overnight because of the curfew. So there was a lot of lies. There was also another one saying that protesters had set fire to a hospital in Alabama, Alabama and Ohio, but that never happened. The pictures that were taken were from a transformer that had blown up in 2017. So 
they were also lying about that. And as well as they also on Facebook, there was something that went trending at a point saying that the Black Lives Matter movement is plotting to kill all white families. So that's obviously not true. So there's a lot of lies spread. Um, there's also the news media outlet um, Infowars. So they're known for basically pretty far conspiracy theories. Um, they also have a lot of, they've made a lot of um, anti-Semitic claims. They also um, have been taken off and like censored off of a bunch of websites because their claims have been so damaging and like false that they're spreading false information as well as multiple as well as many sexual harassment claims to the founder of the company so um yeah i saw the thing going around about um the black lives matter movement wanting to kill white families and that's just uh it's things they like spread fear and stuff and that's the biggest issue with spreading all of this on social media and the news and people have like it's hard now to tell what's true and what's not because there's so much false information out there and it builds fear and stuff towards um certain communities which builds more racism obviously they did yeah. they did uh take off infowars though which is progress i guess okay. i was i was just going to say that um on social media since like a lot of people can just make like fake or like second accounts that doesn't show their name or their identity they can also spread fake information and you can't report it because there's no report button for like fake information so uh, there will be like some people who will just believe it and then it can be against like about racism like there was this time when i was on it and then someone was like trump 2020 he helps black communities and he was there when they were burning down walmart and that obviously wasn't true but you can't report it there's no report button for like fake information and then people were like yeah and then it was like the top most liked comment the people it's fake yeah there's a lot of stuff definitely twitter's really bad with the fake false information basically all like taken out of context to a point so yeah and like you get things i don't know how to word this you see things on social media like Twitter and Instagram that are like made like they're given to you based on like what you've liked and what you've like commented on and all that so you only see things that like agree with your point of view for the most part so it just like builds and builds and builds like validity to whatever you believe in so it that's another big issue it's like you don't see things from both sides and so there's less compromise and if you like if you are someone who believes that every single black person in America is dangerous and you interact with tweets that like support that, then all you're gonna get is tweets about how 
like black people are destroying the cities and like all that. And if you only get things like that, you're not going to see where the other side is getting their information from. And so you're not going to be able to believe them. That's why, that's why it's important to look at both sides for sure. Yeah. And if someone's like disputing facts on someone they say like they support like if it like you need to look at what they have consistently between the both of them because that would be usually the facts because usually both networks need to agree what let's say there's one on like the far right and far left if they have like things that stay constant then those would be the things that would be considered probably most factual but then there's also things that go into what you personally believe as a person and that's been involved in politics very much but the only thing is that racism is not really a political issue it's like a human rights issue and has nothing to do should not have anything to do with politics yet it does there's things like the coronavirus there's homophobia transphobia that is should not be political things like that mm-hmm. That's another thing, yeah, that social media does. It like creates um it, like creates division and politicizes everything and says like if you're a Republican, this is what you should believe in. If you're a Democrat, this is what you should believe in. But most of those issues, like you said, don't really have to do with politics or anything. They have to do with like your own like morals or like religion or whatever, which isn't part of actual politics yeah so this quote is from the palgrave handbook of ethnicity and it says that international research shows that news reports routinely use criminalizing language reporting on ethnic minorities that is definitely common not only among news but just people with certain beliefs like there's, that's definitely, there's words like thugs or they'll, there's just a lot of offensive terms very, very much that they're, they're using too. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that along with division, it also causes people like if someone were just to watch one specific station, they'd, ha- they'd put like that person with that word. And so if they see like another group of those people, they're like, oh, they're all just that one word because they didn't watch like another station and it just divides a lot of people Mm -hmm. because people get their news and information from like the news obviously and it's a huge responsibility that they have to spread like objective information and not put their own personal biases into it not um like you know spread hate and fear um and stereotypes and all that I also feel like it also comes down to understanding and how someone grow, grew up because sometimes, like I was talking to someone and they were like, like, I'm just in the middle because my family is like, all lives matter and I get where they're coming from. But at the same time, I also get like Black Lives Matter, but I want equality. And it's like, that's kind of what Black Lives Matter is about, equality. They're not saying that white lives are below. They're just saying they also want to be like up there too. And she was like, yeah, but at the same time, back then it was kind of political with like the whole KKK and like white only signs were literally everywhere. We had to do like 
civil war to like get that all sorted out and she doesn't want that again to happen but it's like we're not asking for civil war we're just asking to be like equal like black Mm -hmm. lives yeah people don't seem to understand that black lives matter means black lives matter too not more yeah so this is from weforum.org and it says uh, strategies that they and they as like online racist groups are using are minimizing the issue of racism and reframing the meaning of current news stories to support their views. Like, like not uh, talking about racism? Well, they they like make it seem as if like everyone's just like overreacting kind of like racism isn't real or that big of a deal and also they like like what the news did with showing only violent parts of the protest they like so like they're saying kind of like oh yeah it's there but it's not like that bad yeah they minimize it and they like reword things so that it supports their ideas so it's like twisting the words of people yeah lots of that's like definitely very common and it's kind of sad because they'll word things to where technically they are factual but it's worded in a way to where it really just sounds like terrible like they can take something amazing and make it terrible and that's what just media outlets that do talk about racism media outlets that don't all all media outlets can just word things a certain way just to like make it lean to whichever political position they fate with that party that media outlet favors so that's on both sides doesn't matter yeah it's a big there are there's a big issue with the news on both sides i think so mm-hmm. because um they can just like hype everything up or not talk about some things like some just don't talk about racism in general just they don't talk about it because they don't want it to be like a headline they don't want it to be like a big issue they want it to be like well we fixed that it's sad that that's like always going to be a problem in this world because the freedom of speech so we're always going to have the problem where people can just really word whatever however they want and they see like what their viewers respond to. So, and people are respond to like dramatizing things and like making a big deal of things. And they also respond to seeing news stories that they like want to see. Mm-hmm. There, it, there's, it's weird. Like there's groups of people who want to see like all the bad things in the world and want to like have everything dramatized and like be pessimistic or whatever. And there's news outlets that respond to that and then there's people that don't want to talk about things like racism they want to like totally ignore it and then there's like different news outlets that respond to that it's just a really big issue because you can just find whatever you want you can find anything to support what you want and it's that's the reason why there's so much like misinformation and so much just like stereotyping so obviously social media has definitely taken a big toll 
on racism because first of all, people are behind a screen. So people are more likely to say things that are terrible through that because, you know, they don't have to in person. And like she was saying earlier, they can just like have like a random username and like no one will know who they are ever and they'll get away with saying terrible things. And there's also like in like our age of social media, these people are saying these things and thinking they'll get away with it and being like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like saying all these like things like, oh yeah, not a big deal. It's whatever. Like I only said it once. I only, I only, I said this once like, oh yeah, it's not that offensive. Right. Well, the thing is, if that video of them gets out, which some people have had videos and stuff of them of them saying certain things recently, like put out and their lives are like going to be basically ruined because of a mistake they made. And for me, it depends on like age, I'd say, I'd say a teenager should definitely know that that is wrong. Mm -hmm. A teenager should 100% know that's wrong. If it's like, what, like a kid in like elementary school, they need to be taught that that's wrong and that needs to be enforced to them. They do, they need to get in trouble for what they did, but it needs to be more of a, like show them that, show them that it's wrong so that they know that it's wrong. And if they know that it's wrong and continue to do it, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. I think it also comes down to like when we're born, like as a kid, you don't know, you don't see color, you color with colors, you don't really care. Mm -hmm. You like red over blue, nothing matters. But then as you grow up, your family starts to teach you or like over time, you'll learn in history and like other stuff. And you'll learn that, oh, racism is here, but it depends on who you socialize with and who your parents are because your parents, their parents could be like, you don't like these certain type of people and they'll teach that to you. And so while you do become a racist over time, it's like, at first, it's more of racism being taught to you without your knowledge of what it is. Because a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, I don't like these people. And then you ask them why. And then they're like, because I was taught that and it's just like well that's you were taught racism that's racist you can't just do that based on someone's color Mm -hmm. and so this is from the guardian and it's from an article by matthew gordon and it says that social media tools have encouraged far-right activists to become far more combative and persistently attempt to insult individuals and discredit their research. In general, yes, they'll try and say factual things are fake, definitely things that um, they believe in or that certain people have said, high government officials saying, oh, he never said that, oh, that's fake news and spreading even more detrimental lies that aren't true about someone else that is on the opposing side and it's kind of hard to like argue against it or like debate it because they're technically using right information 
-hmm. so you can't really debate it but they're just twisting it to make it seem like oh it's in their way it's like yeah like like with the protests for example when you take the few um like groups of people that actually were being like violent and like yes they were being violent like that's really to make up the people being violent but that wasn't the majority but you can make it sound like it was the majority and 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 that can make it hard like that's just an example you know when many some organizations that are semi like kind of in the middle but they're a little leaning one those tend to be a lot better um, it's really hard because it's really hard to find a fully biased one. It's kind of like non-existent. You kind of have to pick Unbiased. one that leans a little one way or one that leans a little bit another way. So usually the ones that are kind of close are good, but then like, you know, how you get farther and farther and they get farther and farther from the truth. So I think you, the thing is like, it's really hard in general to know like what what's true and what's not. So it's very dangerous to have like extremely far right or extremely far left um, news organizations that are broadcasting things that they basically can just put out as much as they want. Yeah. And like we like discussed earlier, it's um, easy for things that have no factual evidence, like stereotyping or like black lives matter that's a good example it's easy for people to say that black lives matter is like anti-white or like they're trying to somehow reverse racism which you can't even do but like like they're it's easy to say that even though it has no factual evidence because of the way that you can like twist people's words and like cut things out and just like say what other people said make it to your own advantage and it's easy for that stuff to like get around social media and to spread like super rapidly and for conspiracy theories and all of that and it creates like hate and like racial divide political divide and like our whole country just gets divided over it yeah because the nation right now is very very divided so this is also from the guardian and it's from an article by gary young and it says that we have racism but no racists a noun without a subject a consequence that nobody caused a system that nobody operates creating victims with no perpetrators and he's not saying he's saying like we've we know that racism is there but we don't want to blame anyone for it and so that's his way of saying it yeah well obviously racism is the fault it's people like to say well oh well the existence of racism is this has nothing to do with people that are alive right now and i'm like but it still does because yes Racism might have happened in America very, like, obviously things have got, obviously things have gotten better, but they're not too equal. Yeah. 
That's the problem. Yeah, I think everyone likes to just blame the people that kind of started America out and people that um, had slaves and um, the people that implemented like the Jim Crow laws and all of that. They like to say, that that's what racism is like what we have now isn't racism like there's not racism going on because those people aren't alive anymore and thing is it is there's still racism because it was institutionalized from that and it's still in our society and like it's been like brought down through generations through like embedded mindsets whether we want to think that or not and it's also in our like all of our systems, like our school system, like our police system and like our judicial system, it's in our country and it may have started back then, but that doesn't mean it's gone now. It's still like very present. It may be not as obvious as segregation, right? But it's still in everything that we do in the country for the most part. And it makes it, an unfair place for anyone that's not white to live and when you're ignoring it it you are racist when you're ignoring it another thing is like people think that when they're ignoring it it's going to fix it that ignoring it will like make it just go away but that's just not that that's not how it works so people like like you just said like ignoring it it's not gonna make it go go away. People have to like go and like change things. Like we have to change things. And even though like we're young, people are like oh young people can't vote. Like they shouldn't have a say on anything. Well, that's just like not exactly true because it will be affecting our future. And like let's say right now some like this election would def- would affect us from when we're 18 because whoever cuz now Joe Biden will be in office whenever mm-hmm. uh where by the time we're 18 he will still be in office so that will affect us while we are an adult so definitely at like high school age people i think should definitely just look a little bit into like what they believe in and start to like form their own opinion away from their parents or the same if that's what they truly believe. But cause yeah, a lot of people only get one side. They only know one side. So some people just don't rethink it. There's like, Oh yeah, that's right. Because my parents said, so that's how I was raised or whatever. They don't really think, is this what I believe in? And that's what people need to do. Yeah. And then, right, with the whole, like, you believing what your parents believe, when your parents believe in something, you grow up not only with having them think that, but having the news that they watch think that, and, like, everything that is just, like, fed to them, like, it's fed to us now through social media, it's fed to your parents because of what they think. So not only are your parents thinking a certain way, but everything that surrounds you is thinking a certain way. And so it's really hard to deviate from your parents 
but when you do like get to high school I think you start to get more information you start to meet other people who think more differently from you and that's the time when you have to like decide if what you've thought your whole life was right or wrong and you need to make your own opinions because if you just if someone's parents are racist and their kid thinks that they're going to be racist and passes on to their kids it's never going to end like there has to be a point where we break it off and people just start thinking for themselves yeah because people definitely need to think for themselves more than ever definitely because it's so important to show a way to like show what you believe is to vote and to vote doesn't mean that you have to like publicly voice your opinion because some people feel uncomfortable publicly voicing their opinions because they feel like they're gonna get like threatened or anything and that's understandable so but definitely everyone should definitely vote because it does affect issues like racism it does affect issues like that and people might think like oh it doesn't affect it as much as like as much as like you're thinking like it's not that big of a deal not much will change like I'm not like political so I don't really care but like if you really look into things like maybe things aren't changing for you but things could be terribly affecting someone else's life and you just have to look into that yeah and the, the, the not having an opinion is a privilege that people don't realize they have. Like, if you can sit there and be like, oh, it doesn't really matter to me, so I'm not going to try, I'm not going to, like, care, then you need to understand that you're in an extremely privileged spot in life if an election won't affect you, if um, racism doesn't affect you, if homophobia and like xenophobia and discrimination if that doesn't affect you then great but it affects so many people and you not wanting to help or you not wanting to say anything is like it's not cool yeah i have a question yeah what like when do you guys think is the right age for someone to start drifting their thoughts away from their parents and actually like discovering what side they want like for themselves not because other people told them to um probably i'd say like for me when i started kind of separating my beliefs from my parents i was in like eighth grade so that was me but then i think like high school is when it happens for most people if they are, but I think that in general, like high school would probably be a standard time to start like looking into different things. And if that doesn't happen for you in high school, then probably college is a big one too, because with college, there's people from all over the world usually. And if there's not, then there's at least people from all over the country. And so, that's also a good spot I think because just like I said in high school you can choose people that you want to talk to people that you want to hang out with and you can start to hear other things and make your own beliefs based off that so this is from Gavin Titley it says in this system all terms are debatable 
indeed racism is debatable. That's a short one. But I think that's interesting because it's saying with all the false information being spread, like you can find something to debate literally anything. And so he's saying because of that, racism has become debatable, which it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like in how everything's right now, racism has basically become debatable because people have made it debatable when in reality it's not really something that is or should be debatable because there's facts that prove that it's really not debatable yet still people want to make it a debate. So that's definitely a problem in the system that we have. And that's sadly something that might never get fixed, of course, optimally, yes. But the thing is with with like how we have it set up is people say what, say all types of things and it's kind of hard to control a big group of people from saying terrible things. And like, obviously, one day hopefully we can obtain attain a world peace and but that's just really hard to do in general it's just really hard to get rid of something like that because in certain areas it's been so like normalized already for example like racism has been normalized in so many communities where we can't we are trying as hard as we possibly can and fighting as hard as we can to stop it but these people are still continuing to pass it on to their children and we try and educate them and they don't compromise it's very like difficult to make it not debatable maybe like for in general i feel like first we need to get on the news stations and like tell them to not pick a side just give direct information that is not biased towards any side that way people aren't conflicted with fake news or real news and fake news wouldn't be a problem that's why we can't agree on anything that's why there's so much division if everyone was giving the same um information in a really similar way there also wouldn't be this growth of like conspiracy theory so now we're going to talk about um, what we can realistically do to fix it as the teenagers that we are. For high schoolers, we need to start like getting educated and like telling our friends, like speak out if your friend is being racist, don't just laugh at it or like just be quiet. Actually like tell them, hey, okay, that was wrong. Okay, that's not, that's not okay. <laughs> I think, um, Really simply, and it's kind of obvious, but if you just see anything online that's not true, A, report it if that website allows you to report it. Um, B, you can maybe comment with some factual statements if it's somewhere where you comment, you know, all things are different. But also if you really wanna do something, you can like find ways to email like Instagram, Twitter, like there's things you can do. You can go beyond just like the simple reporting 
and you can like have stuff taken down like you can like actually work at it it's okay to overreact you know people if you, if someone's spreading false hurtful information it's okay to overreact and like go to bigger people who run those companies and i think the biggest thing for the way to get the closest we can to change would be trying to mostly educate people on like just actual like literal non-negotiable facts and like prove to them that they're facts and not just some lie invented and that they're fake news because they think that some people think that these facts that are actual facts are fake news and that's the problem that they're they've literally that there's some things that are non-debatable that are being said that they're that they are debatable like you said racism overall and that's the problem and we need to educate people and show them that they are facts and try to show them that they were wrong but also try and help them learn from what they did if they're willing to learn from from what they did but if they're not willing to learn and they keep doing the same if they keep making racist comments or keep posting racist things or keep saying racist slurs or things like that obviously that shows that they did not want to change Mm -hmm. I think also it's like the way you go about it is a big thing like I've seen so many people um try to present facts to someone who is maybe like a conspiracy theorist or someone and the way that they try to present those facts is like it makes the person feel dumb or stupid or like inferior which if you're making someone feel inferior, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to want to hear what you have to say. You need to treat people as equals. And you want to like explain to people facts that you know are facts in the nicest way possible. Because I think nice people can be listened to more so than someone who's mean. Okay, as always, thank you to Lucas and Darina Taru for coming on and sharing their thoughts. I hope you guys had as much fun listening to that as we did making it. I will see you all next time.